Hello, folks. It's Jay from Jay Talk here to talk about Anchor. We just switched to Anchor from our previous hosting service for our podcast. Uh, a couple of highlight points. It's free. Um, it's got great tools for recording and editing your podcast on your phone or on the computer, on the phone, on the go. Make some good content there. Um, you can also add some songs from Spotify. Uh, make your own radio show. Look forward to mine. Uh, I hope you guys like it. Um, of course, Anchor has great tools for publishing or distributing your podcast to other platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, and then you can try it. You can make money off your podcast, you know, with no minimum listenership. Um, it's really everything you need, and, and I love the analytics. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, folks, welcome back. This is Jay from Jay Talk. Our wonderful five foot six, almost 59, Mr. <laughs> Nick from the Nick Drop. Oh my God. I'm still trying to figure out what, you know, how they could say half. I'm celebrating the second anniversary of my 29 and a half. 29 and a half. There you go. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Screw this 59 business. <laughs> I feel old tonight, man. Shoulders are hurting. Dude, <laughs> Dude come on, man. You got to. You got the dad bod going, you know, you get, people love the bald head because they, you know, That's they can I'm rub saying. it like Buddha, you know, come on. Don't be afraid. Jump right on in there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with you, brother? Um, you know, back at work, you know, finally uh, over COVID, I'm back at work. So it's been an interesting two days, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how everything plays out. You know, it's been kind of mm-hmm. interesting. How about you? I'm back on PTO. Yay. I t- it's my birthday week, so I took the week off. Good for you. Good for you. Got all that PTO to burn. When you start working somewhere for 20-plus years, you start getting all that PTO time. And, you know, it's really crappy to say. It's really hard to get rid of, like, six, seven, eight weeks of PTO. But realistically, it's pretty difficult. Yeah. I could literally take every Friday off for the rest of the year. There you go. Because we only do half days, so it's only five hours, so it's yeah. easy to do that. Yeah, you, you, that's a lot of fun, though. Well, yeah. yeah. Three-day weekends, every weekend. Yeah, yeah I can handle it. Yeah, the, dude. Yeah, I think there would be a lot of people that would love to trade places with you. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> so of course, we welcome back Abigail from Refreshingly50.com. Hello, Governor. How, How are, are the you? boys? I am very well, thank you. I am looking forward to this evening. Oh, really? Well, this should be I, interesting. I have been looking forward to it, yes. Okay. I'll tell you all of the craziness that's out there. She was pointing at herself for the PTO time. She wants to have all this PTO time. Oh, I thought you were going to say I was pointing at myself for the craziness that's out there. <laughs> that okay, too. maybe a little bit. We're still going to know all of us, though. So, you know, there is a little crazy in the room. <laughs> There is a there is a little. So okay, I'm gonna throw out the early term disclaimer, folks. Um, we're gonna have fun with this episode. So if you're afraid of what you may hear, you know, listen at your own risk. We're gonna have some fun. And uh 
you know, Abigail's going to be uh, having fun with us, and we welcome her back. So um, thank you again for joining us. Thank you for having me. I, I thoroughly yeah, enjoy this, these hours right. that we spend together. <laughs> What'd you say, Nick? I can't wait. I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I love it. I can't wait. So <laughs> it, 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 we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks, folks. Even so, even after we record the episodes that we share with our fans, um, afterwards we always unplug, and then me, Nick, and Abigail talk. You know, talk about future episodes. We talk about content, but we also just talk about life, and it, it's been quite entertaining some of the after show stuff has been a lot of fun i, I gotta let's admit. put it this way two out of the three of us are gonna become what do you call a foot doctor podiatrist yeah there you go uh, okay We're gonna master the feet thing uh <laughs> yeah you a, gotta be talking oh, about oh, both of oh you because it ain't me it's not me. It's definitely not me. I thought we were all on board with this. Now I feel stupid. <laughs> it's all you. It's yeah. all oh my God, you. you. I'm telling you this feet thing, it's it's an epidemic. It's almost as bad as COVID from what Abigail's been telling us. And it's cracking me up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. Just to give you a heads up, folks. Abigail has, has decided to come on and... Uh, join in on the fun of the crazy first dates uh, topic. So we're kind of, this is going to be in, in from a female perspective. So that's going to be a little more interesting, folks. You know, um, we get to hear something a little different instead of two guys talking about being male chauvinistic. No, I'm just kidding. We're not like that. Um, but it's, you know, it, it's funny. Um, but it's going to be interesting to hear the kind of woman's point of view. And she's been sharing some information with us so it's it's been quite entertaining we are looking forward to sharing the stories with you and of course me and nick will probably jump in every once in a while and ask a question make a comment just to see kind of you know it, it's it's just gonna be fun you know i think that's the best way to put it so you got your disclaimer you were warned here we go <laughs> Abigail, what's the first story you want to tell? I think we have to. I think we should save the feet for for later. I, I, I really do. On the feet conversation is going to be much longer than just the story, so you're probably right. Okay, so yeah, so the feet folk, conversation. Stick stick around to the uh, last part of the show, and we'll we'll talk about feet. Yeah, all you foot freaks, yeah. just hang out for a while. <laughs> it's the number one fetish. On the web as we speak. What in the hell is wrong with up. these people? Look it up. <laughs> See, and that's an opinion, though, right? It is. Aye, aye. If it's majority opinion, then it's obviously not weird anymore. It's mainstream. So, so I, okay. I, I, I got to make a comment because uh, one of our fans I talked to today made a really funny comment, and I haven't heard this in such a long time. Um, opinions are like, Assholes. Everybody right. has one, and some of them stink more than others. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly yes. right. <laughs> so there you go. There's a shout out to my buddy, you know, who loves the show, and you know, he, he's always making funny comments about stuff that we do 
loves the show. So it, it, I always like his feedback. It's funny as hell. But I had never heard the second part of that. The oh, smelly oh, really? part of that scene. It, I'd only heard the first part. Exactly. Yeah. Because, yeah, some people's opinions stink worse than others. That's exactly true. <laughs> awesome there you that go that's so awesome i know right <laughs> i think we should divulge to your fans to your fan base that i have been you know not inundating you guys with screenshots from these foot freaks that are out there but i've stumbled across a few here in your lovely city of houston texas and um man you get some you have some foot enthusiasts that are out there. Just and remember, we have a it. lot of implants from several hurricanes over the last 15 years. So they were blown <laughs> in? <laughs> yeah, I believe that comment alone. Yeah. <laughs> Unintended. <laughs> exactly. Hey, there you go. There you go. I got it. I was telling your, uh, we should tell your fans as well, that I was telling the guys about... Um, this dick pick, you know, we've talked about the one and only that Jay's got floating around out there in the cyberverse. And um, I received one once. Let's not lie. I've received dozens or hundreds. But, I mean, honestly, most of them, they all look the same. But this one in particular was a uh, was just god-awful ugly. <laughs> And it wasn't it wasn't face to face with you, if you know what I mean, when you're looking at a dick pic. It was kind of lopped off to the side. And huh. it looked like a lizard. And I'm not kidding, like one of those, what do you call those things? Those dragon lizards. Um you know the No. Um uh, kimono. Yes, it was like one of those, one of those. You know, with the rigid back, kind of. Wait. Oh my! You, ah, it was it was unbelievable. I so think of Jake course, his mouth. <laughs> so of course, you know, being um, being a very polite and um, ethical woman, I sent it out to immediately sent it out to at least twenty five of my closest <laughs> friends. And I was like, "What the hell is this thing?" And they in turn send it out to 25 of their closest friends who then sent it out to 25 of their closest friends. And it just exploded. It went everywhere. It was the lizard dick pic from hell. I honestly, I got it back from a friend of mine in Michigan. She was like, can you believe this thing? And I was like, holy shit. I started <laughs> so that. It, it went full circle. <laughs> I was like, good lord. Yeah, I don't think the there was 60 women knocking down planet. his door, though, based on this response. Hey, you never know. You never know. If he's <laughs> Maybe. Out That's true. Thousands of people, he's going to get a 10% return. <laughs> I'm yeah. guessing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's, that's a valid point, Nick. There's always someone. <laughs> you know, every time, you know, I, I have never said this before, but I remember one time. Some lady asked me for a dick pic, and I just found the biggest one I could find on the internet and sent it to her. Of course, it wasn't my color, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make it very clear that I'm not sending her the real deal. <laughs> okay. See, that I was a disappointment, you man. You know? Because, yeah. you, know, you know, it wasn't the size of her dildo. So, you know, she was... <laughs> There you go. 
I'm sorry. That was harsh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. You know, truth is truth. uh... (laughs) Truth is truth. Truth is truth. So, what about nudes? Other than dick pics, have you sent nudes? I have never intentionally sent a nude. By saying that, that's the funny story. I think I might have told you guys offline, but I was living with somebody at the time, and you know we had just had a crazy night. She got up to go potty, and I ran in the bathroom and took a picture of her sitting there and sent it to her and didn't think nothing of it. Well, there's me in the mirror, butt naked. I mean, like, full frontal. That's the only picture that's ever hit. She actually sent it to an old boyfriend of hers up in Dallas. I don't... She said, oh, it was an accident. How do you accidentally send, you know... What? Yeah. So, that might be out there. That's out there. Yeah, Yeah. that's out there. And, by the way, no, I've never done a... A, a nude. Yeah. No. Why? 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 Because if they want to see me nude, they can come over and see me nude. Oh, come on. Where's the spontaneity? Where are you? I mean, you know. Just I can like, be all spontaneity in the buff. In your face. <laughs> can be Tuesday afternoon, and you just kind of, you know, you think <laughs> it's a normal text. That's what are called, isn't it? Sorry. <laughs> I've got lots of videos. There's logistics involved. What? What? I've got lots of videos. I just don't share them. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't do that. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. It it shows off my talent. (laughs) I'm not going to Talent. Okay, we're getting off subject here. Okay, let's get back on. Uh... I need to get one of those videos. I want to see. <laughs> I was just curious because women, they send out pictures left and right, right? So like that friend or that ex-girlfriend, whatever, the the toilet pick, we'll call it forever. You know, and she in turn sends it to a boyfriend because she thinks her hair looks good at that. Or maybe she was thinking she was looking kind of skinny there. So she's sending it to people. I mean, there's women are women are sending these. They are all over everywhere. I I know, I know. I don't know. I just it it seems a little weird to me. I guess maybe it maybe I'm a little more old fashioned than some. Perhaps you know as as our as as our fan says, Nick and I are just two nice guys. We're just too nice of a nice guys. You know, he doesn't. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Well, you can be a nice guy and still be a freak in the bedroom. Yeah, yes. I just but that doesn't that. mean I have yeah, to see, send nudes. That just means I'm a freak in the bedroom. Well, that's you know, true. Abigail, you hit the nail around the head. Nice guys are the freak. That's that's the kind of way we want our women. Classy yeah. women in public, slut in bed. That's the way, you know, all men, I don't care who you are. A lady in the parlor and a whore in the bedroom. There you go. That's the way it should work. And vice versa. We should too. So Okay. Yeah. I mean, as long like I said before, what two consenting adults do behind closed doors is nobody's business. Nobody's whatsoever. But I was just curious if you guys were getting on the bandwagon with the sending the the, the spontaneous nudes, the hey, I'm thinking about you. You know. Nobody's doing it. Mine would be, I'm Hey, I'm thinking about you. Want to come over tonight? 
Now, I've FaceTimed and, you know, showed some business, but not... How do you I've know they're not screenshotting on the other end? Talent. Talent. <laughs> I learned the word talent. I got... You just, you said it at, you know, waist level on wherever and, you know, stand Yes, but there. that doesn't mean she's taking a screenshot as you're... Well, that's that's the downfall. I don't, so far, I haven't seen any, you know... Floating pictures. money online. No extra phone calls. No laughters, no jokes, no nothing. So, you know, one way 60 or the women knocking on your door. <laughs> that could have I been, hey, him. you never, you never, maybe that was the Bucky's girl. Maybe she recognized you. She might have. <laughs> but she looked me in the eye when we talked. I if know. she was looking at my crotch, Which then, eye? You know, I would. <laughs> I knew it. This is going to be a two-hour show. <laughs> we hadn't even started telling a story yet. We've been on for 20 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So, okay. You got to tell, start. Tell us, a, tell us a story from your from your historical data. Wait. First, we have to tell your, your fans that Jay is recovering from the Bucky's reference. He had to push away from the mic. <laughs> He's trying to pull himself together out there. Oh, jeez. I think I'm going to go first with the uh, the the Mister. I'm not an alcoholic guy. Oh, there Just you go. Okay. That was my um that was my first epic fail, if you will, that uh, I needed to figure stuff out from. You know, just from the fallout of that whole experience. Right. Um. So. It's kind of the same thing, you know, uh, you start, you meet them on match and then you text a little bit on site, then you text a little bit off site and then you move to phone calls and then they're like, all right, let's, let's get together. I want to see you. I want to see what you look like. I want to see what, what your smile looks like in person, you know, that kind of thing. So fine. So we agreed, uh, we were going to go have lunch on a Saturday and again, this was way back a million years ago when I didn't know they weren't supposed to pick you up at your house. So I gave him my home address. And so he picked me up and we go to lunch and we go to this wings joint, national wings chain kind of place. And, you know, it's seven minutes away. There's not a lot of chit chat, you know, in between here and there kind of, you know, how's your day going? That kind of stuff. And uh, so we we get into the place, and it's like January, February in North Dakota, in way up North Dakota. So it's, you know, 40 below zero outside or something ridiculous. So walking home is not an option. Not an option. No, that's, yeah, that's a nasty place to be uh, kind of stuck with a date. <laughs> Let's just be honest. So I used to right. live in Iowa. Yeah. No. That's no way. Okay. That's yeah. Okay. That's going to be interesting. Let's, let's, let's listen for more. (laughs) So we get inside the place and uh, this particular wings joint, you kind of walk in and it takes a minute before you get to like the hostess area and you can see the bars back there and all the TVs and all that kind of stuff. And then there's kind of like family seating or whatever kind of is over here. Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. 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 There you go. Ding, 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 ding. So, I have no problem saying it. said the national chain, Jay. Yeah, I know. But let's just call it what it is. Come on now. Yeah. We all, all knew right. it was 03. Yeah. 
So we're at the, yeah, so we're there. And before we even make it to the hostess stand, he's like, he's like flagging somebody down for a Moscato, which is a weird choice for a dude in a wings joint, I thought, but to each their own, right? And so he's like, hey, honey, you know, bring me a Moscato. We'll be, just bring it to the table. Find us over there. So we get over there, we get seated, we order, I, you know, um, order wings. We're just kind of, there's not a lot of chit chat going on. And this Moscato goes down. The first one goes down like a shot, just boop, gone. And immediately arms up. Hey, honey, bring me another one. So, you know, the, the waitress comes back and you know pretends that she doesn't know him and pretends that she doesn't know what he wants and, you know, goes and gets the second one. Second one goes down like it's a shot as well. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? What's happening? We haven't even ordered yet. He's nervous. He thinks you're very attractive and he's nervous. <laughs> <laughs> He's, it's it's lunchtime so on a Saturday, and he's trying to calm his nerves already, right? I'm just I, saying he has anxiety. You never know. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know that I was nervous at this point. <laughs> I was like, what the heck She is had happening? anxiety about getting home at this point. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Double scotch in the rocks, please. <laughs> Yeah, so basically I had to make a choice. I was like, well, either I'm going to, you know, jump off the ledge with this guy and just get shit-faced or I'm going to see how this goes. And so thankfully I chose B and I was just kind of seeing how this was going to go. But I couldn't help sitting there thinking, holy shit, am I such a disappointment that this guy has just decided to just get shit-faced? Yeah, he's like, ah. You know, she's not what I thought she was going to be, that kind of thing. But I, I mean, this is someone that I had had conversations with, so right. I didn't, I didn't understand how how we were jumping from point A to point G. You know, it was like, wow, how did we get here? Right. So you know, the third glass, the fourth glass, the fifth glass. You know, um, we did order, and I sat there and ate my wings. He didn't touch his food, and he really? was just drinking. He was just drinking his Moscato. And so at some point I look at him and I'm like, is it normal for you to drink this much on a first date? (laughs) And he's like, I've had a really rough week. And, you know, do you basically, do you have a problem with that? And I'm thinking, yeah, I got a problem with that. And it was almost like it was just perfectly on cue because it was a Saturday. It was, you know, um, it was cold outside. There was football on TV and, you know, I hear the, the ref, you know, the ref whistle like flag on a play. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, huge red flag, huge, huge monster. (laughs) I think I read this story on your website and didn't he make a comment about not being an alcoholic? Not yet. Oh, not yet. Okay. So we're at like four or five class four or five. Oh, and, I ask him, you know, I'm like, you know, what's going on here? And he's like, I had a rough work, rough day at work or a rough week at work. And I should mention, too, that he picked me up in his work truck, as in he was working on Saturday and he was taking his lunch break. So he's getting shit faced and then going to go outside and jump into his work truck. I was like, uh, wow. Oh, okay. Right. Super bag right there. Yeah. So I'm thinking, am I going to have to drive this work truck in this drunk-ass 
you know, somewhere and drop them off. And then how am I going to get back to my house? So I don't drinks five and six show up. And at, at, at some point he had tried to like turn around and you know how they have those high top tables. Yeah, right. And the, so he had tried to turn around to flag down the waitress again. And he's just like drunk and obnoxious at this point. Hey, honey. You know, just slurring his words and just waving his arms and just as obnoxious as he can be. And he's all the way turned around and he actually falls out of his chair. And but somehow he landed on his feet and landed upright. And you could see like this smile of glee that comes across his face like, look, I made it. I, you know, I landed standing <laughs> up like I meant to do that. Look, Mom, yeah, it's an Olympic move. He just landed it. He somersaulted off the chair. (laughs) He did. He totally did. It's like, holy crap, what am I going to do? So I'm uh, surprised you didn't throw up sands and say, I won the gold. Anyway, go ahead. I know. (laughs) Sorry. At this point, he orders number seven. And uh, and we've been in this place for less than an hour, less than an hour. And he's just completely snockered. And uh, I was like, all right, I got to I've got to have an escape plan and get out of here. So I went in the ladies room and called uh, the local taxi company. And um, I'm telling this dispatcher about this horrendous first date that I'm on. And she's laughing her ass off. (laughs) She's just like, oh, yeah, honey, I get these calls all the time. Don't worry about it. She's like, when I tell you, you go out the out the front door and the the taxi will be there. The cab will be waiting for you. So we're just kind of, you know, I'm on the phone, like talking to one of my old girlfriends in the ladies room, just kind of, and she's like, well, was he cute? And I'm like, eh, not really. You know, he didn't really look like his pictures. And she's like, ah, just leave his drunk ass there. I mean, so we're having this little conversation and all of a sudden she's like, yep, go to the door, walk out of the ladies room and head straight to the door. He'll be right outside the front door as soon as you walk out. I'm like, okay, good enough for me. So I walk out and I can see him. He's now like face down on the table, but he's got his arms stretched out. And like, so like his shoulders are all slumped over and he's just kind of down there and he's still got that stupid wine glass in his hand and he's drooling in his never touched French fries. And I'm like, holy hell just let me get out of here. So I swing way wide and go around the bar and run into our server on the way. And I hand her a 20 and I was like, please, please, please tell this jackass to never, ever call me again. She's like, I'm sorry. He did this. She's like, you're not the first one. He's done this too. Oh my God. She knew him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's a regular. He's in there all the time. And uh, I was like, okay, good. Good lesson to learn. Okay, I'm I'm out of here. And I walked down the door, and the cab was sitting right there and took me home. And I learned a lot that day. Don't ever let them pick you up. Always have your own mode of escape. <laughs> you don't want them to know where you live anyway. That's just not smart. And I just wasn't thinking. And uh, go ahead. Luckily, he did not come back by. If he did, he never stopped. <laughs> yeah, no, he never, I'd never he talked to him. He probably doesn't even remember, you know. Yeah, I think probably, you know, he probably may, he probably remembers the start, you know, picking me up, but not, not the end. 
And I just, I can't, under, I, I have no idea how this person is employed, how this person is, you know, out there driving around, especially in a company vehicle. And the oil and gas industry in and of itself is very, very stringent as far as, you know, driving records and that kind of thing. So, you know, if he's getting that shit face during a Saturday lunch, he's carrying around a couple DUIs in his back pocket. He's got a problem. Yes. Yeah. I have a company vehicle and I'm in oil and gas and it's got a GPS. Those guys know when you go over a certain speed, how fast you break. They know it all. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So it was, uh, that was, that was my first epic fail of a first date. But I wanted to say this because at the beginning of the date, when he started drinking, Jay, it amazes me. And this is why (laughs) I started listening to that podcast that women teach men how women think. It's amazing to me what she said in the beginning. She's like, this guy's drinking so much. What did, what, does he not think I'm pretty? So she immediately started taking on, it's me, is yeah. the reason he drank it so much. And it's so sad because us men don't, we don't think like that. You know, if you don't, no, if it was the other way around and we were out on a date or I was out on a date with a girl and she started slamming beers, all us men would think is, we're getting laid tonight. Well, wow. Okay. You, you say that, but. You did have the girl that had four DUIs. Well, yeah. The Microsoft girl. Yes. I I had four DUIs at the time, but, (laughs) and the drinking didn't bother me until about halfway through the night. Then it it became a problem. And then when she almost got my ass kicked and thrown in jail, that's when it was a real bad problem. See? So I never once said, I don't think she's comfortable with me, or am I not a tra- you n- I never thought that. Really? Not even when never. she sat down with the father and son at the table? It, it, I didn't think it was me at that point. <laughs> I just knew she was an idiot. Yeah, okay, you know, well, that's fair. <laughs> at, at that point, I'm looking for an exit strategy, but as me being a caregiver, I wasn't just going to walk out of the bar and leave her. She drove there. I drove there. This lady is snockered, slobbering, staggering drunk. There's no way she could drive. And I tried to get her to her car, and I did. And she got in the car and started it up. I'm like, "Uh, mm, mm, no, get your ass in my truck. I'll take you home. Trust me. I don't care where you live because I will never be coming back. (laughs) But, but you know, I understand Go ahead. Sorry. Yes. Oh, I, I, she said, stop here. I drove her into a subdivision about 10 minutes away. And she just said, stop here, stop here. So when I stopped, I was at a house. She walked up the driveway, walked between the houses until it got dark because there was streetlights. I mean, it was a nice neighborhood lit up. But as soon as she hit the dark section between the two houses, she turned around and leaned up against the wall and stood there. Like, she didn't want me to know that that was not her house. So I just backed up the driveway and left. I don't know if she walked two houses over or across the street. She just didn't want me to know. You know okay. I, I never heard from her. Hey, folks, if you want to hear this story, it was our online dating part three. 
with a dose of crazy first date. Yep. Yeah, you can hear the whole story. Nick tells the whole thing. It was hilarious. I will not lie. It was not fun that night. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but looking back, it's it was pretty crazy. You you were warned. Though. She got home safe. I got home safe. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. She, she would have gotten a DUI and would have spent jail time if that was her fifth. Wow, Isn't that yeah. crazy. Two but, in one state and two here in Texas or something like that. Yeah. So I, I will say that it's interesting you make the comment, and Abby makes the comment about there's the difference. You know, you, Nick, she started to drink. You never once thought uh, she's just not, un- she's unhappy with you. But Abigail, she's like, okay, he's drinking. What, what, what's wrong with me? It, it, that's, that's honestly the difference between men and women. Yes, yeah, so that's, that's a typical. Response. We don't talk about that, and that's I think that's that's why I'm glad you came on the show. That it, that's an interesting point. Yeah, women internalize it automatically. It's what's wrong with me? Why you know? Why don't you like me? Kind of thing. And that's a great point. I should have been looking at him like you know, you are one messed up. You know, now I'm not going to get laid. But I didn't. I was, you know, what's wrong with me? What's happening here? I don't understand why this is why this is going south so fast. And it seemed like, you know, he was on a mission. You know, looking back now, he was on a mission before he picked me up. I was just something that he had to, you know, he had already, you know, made that commitment that he was going to pick me up at certain times. So yeah, then he was he knew exactly where he was going because it was never discussed. Hey, what do you feel like having for lunch? It was like, oh, I know this great place. We're driving there. Now, see, so, a lot of people like that. I'm gonna pick you up for a date. Where are we going? Um, I don't know. Figure it out. Whatever. Just go. I'm learning that a lot because yeah. I'm the one that says, "What are you hungry for?" Well, I don't know. What are you hungry for? And we play that I, game, and it gets frustrating. I so, hate that game. And I don't do it anymore. Can I share a tip? Yes. Not the tip, a tip. Uh, uh, <laughs> I promise, <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nick's looking at the wrong eye again. In a way, sorry. <laughs> looking straight at you. <laughs> okay. Oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Woo! In a way. Yeah, this one's going to be uh, an explicit episode. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to flag this one. Holy cow. It's 100% your fault, Jay. Yeah, it is my fault. I know. Um, so I will, I will share that. <laughs> Nick took a drink as she said that he almost lost the drink too. That microphone almost, almost got, I know he almost had to buy a new mic folks. You know, it's going to get interesting here. So, <laughs> but I, I will tell you something I've learned and it seems to work really well. Um, I will basically give two choices. When I go on a date, I will give the girl. And sometimes maybe three choices. And what I ask him to do is eliminate one. Okay, here's three restaurants I would like to go to. Tell me which one you don't want to go to. Because most of the time, they can tell you what they don't want to eat. They may not tell you what they want to eat, but they can tell you what they don't want to eat. So, And this has actually worked. It's either a three-choice or a two-choice. But I do the, if I do the three-choice, I, I ask them to eliminate one. And then I pick from the last two. 
If okay. I do the two choice, I tell them, these are the two places I want to go. You pick one or the other. Well, I don't care. Okay, then I'm choosing. But the point is, is I've already stated where we're going, and it allows them to be a little more. So if you say, well, what do you want to eat? I don't care. There's a million restaurants, you know. So for my last first date, I said, um, I want to go to Saltgrass. Do you have a problem with Saltgrass? Good choice. Huh? Good choice. Yeah. So I said, but I said, I know you like seafood. So if you want to go to seafood, we can go to Papados or we can go, you know. So I was like, I'm open, but I'm limiting the selections. I, I want to make it very specific, very two things, and that's it. And it, it actually works for me. I don't know how if it works for everyone else, but it's really kind of fun. I actually saw something really hilarious. Somebody came up with an idea for couples, and I, I don't think it exists right now, but it was a really funny meme. Uh, and for some developer out there, this would be a great, tool for you you'd probably make some good money off of it it's a a couple's dining app okay so it has a list of restaurants husband and wife girlfriend boyfriend whatever swipe left swipe right on the restaurant and when you match that's where you go eat yes that's That's pretty cool (laughs) there's probably one out there we just can't find it yeah (laughs) That would be fun, but that's fun. It's entertaining, and it's it adds to the you know whatever. So, but yeah. yeah, I think it's always better just saying, "Yeah, I don't care. Let's just go whatever." And it's people are you know, wishy washy like that. It's very hard to make a decision because there's a million restaurants. You have to be more definitive, and I think it it's it's more successful that way. Yeah, and I think that um, and. Well, I know this to be true for 98, let's say, percent of the women. I don't know. I'm pulling this number out of thin air. But 98 percent of the women want the man to make the choice. They want their input, the woman's input, but they want the man to make the choice. So, you know, um, there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance. And when when a man is a is a, a masculine man, if you will, and makes that choice, women dig it. Well, here's how it. I do it. This is how I learned the hard way because I was the, well, what are you hungry for? Well, I don't know. What do you, you know, I did that. What I learned now is in the process, knowing that we're going to go out on a first date, I just asked her one simple question. What's your favorite food? Well, then what do you think? Oh, I don't know. You, Depends well, on no, what I you feel start like. Talking, no, before, the, before you even talk about dating, going out, where you're going to meet, any of that. Start talking about your favorite food. What do you like? You like Tex-Mex? You like, you know, like grilling out? You like, and then you can get a sense of what they really enjoy, and then you can pick the restaurant accordingly. Because I don't ask anymore. I ask, we get to talking about favorite foods and things, you know. I start talking about, man, I'd love to throw a steak on a grill or, you know, some sausage or some, make some boot, you know, boudin, whatever. Whatever I, we start talking about, you get in the conversation of talking about what foods you like and, oh, I just don't do sushi. Don't go to sushi bar. You know, that's out. So that's a deal breaker for me. I'm done. Go away. No sushi? 
I love sushi. If oh, they don't okay. like sushi, I'd be like, mm, bye. Oh, see, no, okay. I would take up the sushi and then make them sit there and watch me eat it. Okay, so <laughs> that would be fun. That would be funny. <laughs> Nick, yeah. I will say this. You know, we we need to get together with her once and take her to Masa's. Yes. Love Masa sushi. Masa's is actually best sushi in Clear Lake, in my opinion. Yes, it is. <gasps> oh, it's here. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well. Now that's out there. Yeah. So, um, but you know, it's. You can't go until we all meet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because they actually have king crab sushi, which is phenomenal. It's real king crab sushi. Oh, my goodness. They have this one thing called the volcano. It's a tuna roll, but it's covered in crawfish etouffee. Holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh my goodness! I'm right there. Yeah, me. Yeah, nothing but awesome. That's the torture place for me. I yeah, dude. I spend too much money when I go there. <laughs> I re- I really do. And I've okay. been on a date there. What? I, yeah, I actually went on a date there one time, and she was buying, and we spent fifty dollars on sushi between two of us. It's nothing. Huh? It's nothing. Not That's really. Good. It's not. Yeah. But did you give her some? Did you huh? give her some? After? She paid for it. Did you give her some? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. At least three times. <laughs> she man. was actually crazy first date. No, tell. She was on our episode. You have to tell it. She, she oh. was actually crazy first date girl. She's the one that had been divorced three times. The one that she had to walk up and down the street with? No. Oh, okay. One. They're so hard to remember. There's I know. Between so <laughs> the three of us, we can't count. We're way over the numbers. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, it's yeah, it's it was crazy. But yeah, no, I will tell you, it's I like I like what Nick says about learning about their foods. Yeah. And another thing, now I did learn this. This is new to me, um, but something that I did with a recent person. Was a, a this or that game, and, and I it's, like that idea. This or that, no explanation. You know, it's oh, like one or the other. Okay. You may like both. You know, it's sort of like sushi or pizza. You may like both, but which one do you prefer? One of you know, and so that that was this kind of was interesting. It was a lot of fun. I played that game when we were texting, and then when we got to the phone call section. We had a lot to talk about because we talked about those answers. Yes. And so it was very entertaining. So you're opening up all the doors to all those different topics. That's exactly. brilliant. Yes. And it you can go through, I mean, because you're only doing one or the other and you're not explaining it, you're just answering it, you can go through a million things. Oh, that's brilliant. So you brilliant. can like hands or feet. Oh my gosh! Well, we know the answer's feet coming. for most of the guys she's meeting. <laughs> I'm like a foot magnet on my forehead. Gosh, I don't know. I don't know what the hell is happening there. That's just crazy. Okay, okay so, so what's next? Yeah, what's listen, next? next story. Next story. We we we're having a, a little too much fun here. <laughs> so we haven't talked about um about uh, Mr. Cornell. I I I uh met another guy online and uh online 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 and um I think I'm in a rut there. So 
this guy was an attorney. He actually worked for uh, the state's attorney's office. He was a public defender, um, but he only worked on certain cases, and I won't even we won't even touch on that. But um, kind of the same thing, you know. It's interesting that all three of us, you know, everybody goes through this same process. You meet, you text on the site, then you text on your phones, then you talk on your phones, then you meet in person. So everybody goes through the same process. So I know at least I'm not a freak in that regard. It's all standard. We're all in this together, (laughs) unfortunately. Unfortunately. (laughs) You guys get married before me, I'm going to kill you. All right. So (laughs) um, state's attorney's office, uh, he was a little bit older than me. He said he was, uh, I want to say, eight years older than me, six or eight years, somewhere in there, older than me. And I was totally okay with that. And um, he lived in uh, a town that was about... 175 miles away. So I actually had business over there and I thought, okay, you know, I will, um, I have my favorite hotel. I do a lot of business in that town at that time. And so we made arrangements and I said, you know, I'm going to check in once I get in, get settled. I'll text you. You let me know when you're in the lobby, I'll come downstairs and, um, you know, we can go to dinner or, you know, go hang out or whatever. And so he texts that he's in the lobby and I go downstairs and I walk off the elevator into the lobby. And it's this gorgeous lobby. This is in, is in Montana. And just think roaring fireplace, uh, you know, kind of a, a interior, like wood lodge kind of ish. Oh, really cool. But with marble floors. Yellowstone. Yeah, as upscale as you can possibly think, but with that Montana flair, just beautiful. And right downtown in Billings, Montana, I'm just going to tell you, the name of the place is called The Northern, and it's the best freaking hotel in Billings, Montana. So anyway, I walk off the elevator, and I'm kind of doing this number, you know, I'm looking around, and I'm like, where the hell is he? He said he was down here, you know, and he had texted uh, that he was wearing a blue sweater, and um there was this old man on the other side of the lobby wearing a blue sweater. And I'm like, well, that can't be him. It was him. He had lied about his age. I'm telling you, he looked like father time had, you know, grabbed a hold of him and just shook him until, until all the life was out of him. Okay. okay, I gotta, I gotta ask the question first. How long ago was this date? I, would say four years ago. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm just trying to get a feel for, you know, we, we've talked about our age, so I'm just trying to get a feel for, okay, so finish your story because I'm kind of interested to hear this. This is going to be kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. So he looks at me and he can see like the, the recognition in my eyes and my face. You know, I probably was like, what the, <laughs> you know, that look. And he comes over and he says, you know, I wanted to lose some weight before we met in person. I'm sorry that I don't look like my photos. I wanted to lose some weight. And all I'm thinking is if you lose, if you lost weight, you'd look even older. You know, it has nothing to do with the size of you. It has, you know, the extra hundred thousand miles on your personal odometer. (laughs) I'm like, holy crap. (laughs) Yes, she said that, folks. She (laughs) said I had to throw the laugh in there, and I hit the wrong damn button. <laughs> oh, my God. That was bad. 
That was great. Okay, okay. Let, let's let her finish. That was good. You you articulated that perfect. I got to tell you. That was beautiful. Well, thank you. So we go to the restaurant. Um, he says, well, he says to me, he goes, have dinner with me because I'm standing there in the lobby. Now, think about it. I've got a room upstairs and I can just turn around, go upstairs and order room service. And he probably saw that, you know chilling through my brain at the same time <laughs> and he's like just have dinner with me what can it hurt at least we don't ha- neither one of us has to eat dinner alone tonight I'm like, oh shit okay so we go and um in downtown billings there is uh there are restaurants pretty much on every corner just like every little little town and so we walk one block one block from the hotel to the restaurant, and I am telling you, slowest walk ever. He didn't pull his cane out. <laughs> his walker. <laughs> slowest walk ever. So we get there. We finally get there. You know, it takes a month of Sundays, and we get to the restaurant and uh, get seated. And I'm like, yeah, let's. It's bourbon time. <laughs> let's have a couple drinks. So, She's not an uh, alcoholic, folks. But after that experience, she uh, had to have a drink. That's right. right. So this guy, I should I should mention, in these conversations that led up to this personal meet and greet, if you will, he was uh, very, very, very forthcoming with the fact that he went to Cornell University. In fact, he would work it into every single sentence. You know, if you brought up, you know, oh, wow, I'm a fan of golf. He'd be like, well, you know, there's a lot of golfers that graduated from Cornell. Well, you know, this flower arrangement is gorgeous. Nothing like the flowers that you would see in Cornell's campus. College dropping. Oh, MG. Foot fetish college in the world is Cornell. (laughs) (laughs) I did not know that. I I don't think that's true, but I think... (laughs) I'm just going to throw this foot thing in through the whole show. That's all. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So we get get to the restaurant, and I'm like, yeah, I'll have a double makers on the rocks, please. (laughs) And um, he immediately starts with, you know, this restaurant reminds me of Cornell, and and, um, his other little uh point that he liked to revisit nonstop was how much his ex had pardoned my French screwed him over. You know, she just destroyed me financially, she destroyed me emotionally, she destroyed everything in my trust, she destroyed this, she destroyed that, blah, 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 blah. So he had two talking points and all of it was, you know, just a, a solid chorus of him singing this me, 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 me song. It was just me, 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 me all the time. It was either and Cornell or the X? Cornell yeah. or the X. Occasionally, he would throw in there the fact that he has to financially support his mother, and he spends every single night at his mother's house. Now, you would think that any one of these three would be a monster red flag (laughs) for me. And I don't know what it was about it. It, You know, a a million years ago, I worked within our judicial system. Maybe I had, you know, I felt like there was some sort of connection there. I don't know. But uh, for what, maybe I was just desperate and lonely and wanted to, you know, go have dinner with a man. I mean, who knows? So we sit down and we have dinner. And the only thing that I can tell you about dinner 
is that it was beef stroganoff and it was freaking delicious. Mm-hmm. Everything else was just, I just totally tuned him out. He was just sitting over there, blah, 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 blah. You know, Cornell this, ex-wife that. I didn't care. Just, I didn't care. I didn't get drunk. I had a drink with dinner. And then I was like, all right, I'm ready to go back to my hotel. I'm going to get in my pajamas. I'm going to watch TV. And I'm going to get ready for my meeting in the morning. So we turn, you know, we finally get done with dinner. And I noticed that he had tipped like 10 bucks on like a $160 bill, you know? And I was like, oh shit. So I slid a couple twenties, like underneath my bread plate, you know, for our server to make sure that she was taken care of. And I was worried that he was going to see me do it. And then I remember thinking, why are you worried about it? Dude's probably got cataracts. He can't see what you're doing anyway. I, I gotta ask, how old was the guy really? Did you ever find out? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. But we walked back to the hotel, and I am telling you, turtles on volume walked faster. It was ridiculous. <laughs> walked back to the hotel, and I was like, okay, you know, uh, thank you for dinner. And he's like, yeah. And I just looked at him and I said, I, I thank you for dinner. I'm happy to reimburse you if, if you feel so that I need to do so. But you know, this is not happening. This, this is just not going to happen. And he, at one point, I, I, I want to say that he had tried to kiss me. Like he had kind of, and I was like ducking father time, like, no, <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> not happening. <laughs> That's the name of the blog should be ducking father time. Exactly. There you go. That's a great the, title for that. Yeah. Blog. The epic fail ducking father time. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. So yeah, this, uh, so he gets mad and he starts yelling at me. And again, we're in this beautiful lobby and he starts yelling at me like, you were supposed to give me more time. You, I was supposed to be able to lose weight. Not once did he ever mention his age, that the fact that he had lied about his age right. and he starts to cry. And I'm talking like real tears, like spilling down and splashing onto his shirt and uh, it was embarrassing and I'm looking around and he's screaming and he starts to look around. And so he gets really upset too. Now walk over and uh, hit the button for the elevator, call the elevator. Of course, it's like up on the eighth floor or something ridiculous. So I have to stand there and wait. And uh, it finally shows up and he's still yelling and screaming and, and just not happy and crying. And the elevator doors open and I walk onto the, onto the elevator and I turn and I press the button for my floor. And as the doors are closing, I look him right in the face and I go, what school did I graduate from? And I can see immediately this, this instant recognition that he had no idea because he had never asked me anything about me and the doors closed. And I went upstairs, got my pajamas and I think I probably ordered room service for dessert. It was, you know, that was it. It was not a good one. It's never good when the senior citizen dropout, you know, starts crying (laughs) in the lobby. (laughs) Wow. Crying and yelling on a first date. That's not. Mm -mm. Yeah, no. Can I never imagine I I would ever do something like that? I'm telling you, Nick, I can pick them. I just, wow. Our pickers are definitely broke, and that's 
Picker. P I C K, people. Not what I heard. Our pecker's not broken. <laughs> she almost spit that drink right out of her nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, that was payback for earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, I mean, so, so there's two stories from the blog. True story. Yes. Okay, before you had a recent first date that mm, you told us I about. never even made it. I never even made it. I know. So this is a quick story before we get on to the foot thing. I so, I thought it was funny, and I just want you to share just a little bit about the the never happened. I'm wondering if I'm if I'm getting too jaded at this point though, because I was just like done. All right, so same thing. We go through the same thing, except it was a bumble. It was a bumble guy. Remember, you explained bumble to me, and uh, right. oh, you got to get on bumble. So I tried it. Mm. <laughs> and, um we go through the whole process and we are going to meet uh we were going to meet for dinner it was uh last weekend i don't no anyway i won't say when i don't want to call anybody out accidentally so we were going to meet for dinner and i'm actually driving to the restaurant he's already at the restaurant and my phone rings and he's yelling at me this place is too busy. It's ridiculous. There's so many people in here. This is never going to work. And I'm like, okay, well, do you want to go somewhere else? You know, I can meet you somewhere else. I'm not there yet. No, this is never going to work. He's just upset and not upset. He's irate. I mean, just genuinely, you know, anger management. (laughs) I was just like, holy smokes. So, um, I just said, yeah, no, I'm not coming. And I hung up the phone and turned my car around and went back to uh, the place where I live. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm out. I'm out. The box on the way home, I guess. That's the way it's going to be. Yeah. And unmatched and blocked and did all that stuff on the phone that you have to do afterwards. And oh, my gosh. Just, See, the, yeah. the crazy of the whenever happens is just as real, folks. This is It's crazy out there. And it's so simple to go, yeah, this place is a little busy. And that's happened to me on a first date recently in the last four or five months. The first place we went to, we walked in there and it was a sports bar. And it was very loud, and we couldn't hear one another. And we just both looked at each other, and I said, I, I really want us to talk. This doesn't seem, and she's like, I know a place. And it was in like a strip deal, and there was a little lake behind it and stuff like that. So we just walked over to another restaurant, and, you know, it was that simple. I'm, yeah. I'm like, it's not hard it. to fix. No. Yeah, it's, it's not the end of the world. I don't... How you handle it? I mean, he should have waited till you got there and said, you know, I really want to get to know you and hear some of your stories and hear about you. I'm not going to be able to do it here. Can we go somewhere else? That's simple. However, what he actually did was showed me his whole hand. He showed me exactly that uh, he didn't deal with stress well. He had anger issues, <laughs> and he was not a think-on-the-fly on the kind of guy. You know, like it wasn't like a pivot and, okay, let's adjust, adapt and overcome kind of guy. He was just like, this is the end of the world. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, mm, no. Good not... thing he did show that early. Yeah. That could yeah. have been ugly Three. later. Yeah. Yeah. That could have been really ugly. That reminds me. So a friend of mine, um, 
who is in law enforcement in Alabama, asked me to ask you guys what you think about the evolution of dating compared to, you know, when we were teenagers or even in high school, college, when you met someone, there was no social media. There was, there was none of that factored in. There were no cell phones. You know, you had to actually, if you wanted to see somebody, you had to make some effort. Yes. You, know, you had to get in your car and go over there. <laughs> um, it's, it's, and, we didn't have news back then. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> the evolution of dating. He, know, he's, uh, he wanted me to ask you what you guys think about that, like from the male perspective, the evolution. When when you throw in the, the social media aspect and the stalking, you know, you can immediately start stalking someone on social media if you have their phone number or their name. And it's like, huh, I don't know, but I'll ask them. We'll see I actually what they had say. somebody do that that was had a friend that was on the police force or FBI or something like that. And they tracked me down and they said that I had a lot of Google hits that were porn sites that were Japanese porn and things like that, that associated with my name. And I started laughing and she's like, and this is before we met and I started laughing and she's like, why do you think that's funny? I'm like, because you obviously are not doing this right at all, because if you type in my name exactly right in Google, it's going to get a million hits, because there's a guy in England that his name is Nick O'Donohoe, spells it exactly like I do, and he writes Hobbit books. And she says, well, I didn't see any of that. I said, well, then you spell the name wrong, or you don't know what the hell you're doing. Cause I, and bye. I, yeah. Yeah, I was stupid enough to go out with her for a couple months. Mm. That's the one that when I was leaving her house, she stood in the back of the truck and she wouldn't let me back out of the driveway. Oh, yeah, that one. That was her. Oh, oh. Crazy. okay. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I, crazy. Yeah. He was. <laughs> he called me after that one. Oh, that was how bad it was. Yes. Yes. I, Hour and fifteen minute drive. I'm like, and it's like ten o'clock at night. I'm like, yeah, you're not gonna believe this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girls. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, the laughing's getting me to cough. I'm sorry about that, folks. I don't mean to cough in your ears. Oh my god. Okay, so to answer your question, the evolution of foot fetishes. Anyway. <laughs> <Holy>. <laughs> So it all started one day when she tripped and her foot fell in his mouth and he was like, <laughs> I am just teasing. I just, I, did, I couldn't pass that one up, man. <laughs> so the, the really evolution of, of dating. That's what we did. I, I, it just made me think about high school. People would have parties. I lived on Galveston Island. So we would have parties on the beach and Hundreds and hundreds of people would show up, and that's that was our social media. Yeah, in in small towns, everybody gathered in a grocery store parking lot at night. Grocery stores closed. What do you do? You go hang out at the parking lot with all your friends. Yeah. Yep. There were seven hundred people in my graduating class. I had plenty to choose from. Plenty to choose from. Wow. Yeah, we uh, we hung out in a pizza parlor parking lot kind of place, and you know everybody cruised Main Street, and then you'd kind of do your loop there and figure out where the parties were going to be. It was you know 
The it police was, it, show up and disperse us all, and we already yes. have spot. You know, we, oh, everybody, we're going here. You know. Yep. So I, I will tell yeah. you, at younger age, uh, a lot of my dating um, was from work. What? Yes. I thought you were gonna say family reunion. No. <laughs> Ouch. I have family in Louisiana, but I'm not from Louisiana. <laughs> so let's watch it there, okay? <laughs> but it's funny that you say that. I've heard that expression numerous times about people in Galveston. Anyway, no, it's good. <laughs> It's a small island, you know. <laughs> no, it, but but seriously, no. I will tell you, and you'll appreciate this, Nick, because you can relate. I worked seven years at Six Flags Astroworld. Yep. Oh. Big place. A lot of people coming in and out working. Different departments. So you can meet a ton of people at like what they call um, employee parties. They would have after the park would close, they would open up a certain section of the park just for employees to come and enjoy the rides or enjoy the, you know. And so you would literally, and there'd be food there. So, you know, there's like hundreds of people there that you could literally meet and just, you know, you, whatever. You know, friends are introducing you to new people and, you know, you're just, you can meet all kinds. I can't, I I actually got in trouble because I I got a nickname of Casanova while I was there, so. Ooh la la. Uh, Wasn't one of my, okay, no, it was actually one of my better days, but, you know. (laughs) So, I I wasn't a good kid. (laughs) Let's just put it to you like that. Uh, But no, but it was great. I'll be honest with you, because you got to meet and everybody came out and just hung out and had fun. And you got to meet people that you wouldn't normally meet this day at our age. Where do we do it? That is a million dollar question. I mean, if you could come up with that. Stop it. You shut up. What are you saying? <laughs> you shut- I mean, everything, everything in this world now is disposable. He said we're disposable. Well, I mean, us as a whole human being-wise in the dating realm, that's the way it is. We're going to go through hundreds of different people now because there's hundreds of different choices. Yes. I but- mean, nobody talked about red flags 30 years ago. You no. some. No, and you know, hey, I funny, like this girl. She likes me. We're going to deal with our drama. Yeah. Way go. Yes. Yes. But you know, marriage is disposable. It seems like more lately too. It's. You know, it so the commitment whole that whole scene is like, yeah, yeah, okay. I could do a whole podcast on the definition of marriage, which we have destroyed nowadays. Yeah. Absolutely destroyed, but yeah. It, 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 so it, the evolution that 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 you see, it's not necessarily a good thing. I I don't see it as a good thing. No, uh, it's too okay. hard nowadays. Uh, you, you know, have to I, go through these things. I, I will say, like, I go to Renfest, 
And I people watch, huh? Renaissance Festival. Renaissance Festival, yes. And I watch people, and you know, I say hello to people and g'day, my lady, and g'day, my lord, and all the fun stuff. And you know, you kind of just try to interact, but everybody's so wrapped up in their own little group that nobody really actually interacts like we used to. Right. They really, online dating is honestly anymore the only way you're going to meet someone. And, you know, I generally practice a rule is, is I don't date people I work with because it's a little more smaller environment now. So if something goes bad, yeah, that's an awkward situation. Right. So feeling. whenever I did it at Six Flags Astroworld, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Nick. Oh we know. Goodness. Yeah, but but you know what I'm saying. You, you guys understand the, you know. So that's that's the challenges is we don't have that place that we can go to, you know, and none of us live live in a senior home to where we can meet other seniors. So, you know. <laughs> I mean, in your 20s, you go to the bars and you go to the clubs and you do all that. Like, you know, run into somebody you met and you might have danced with if it's a country bar one time, and then all of a sudden she's back there with your friends. You go, hey, hey, and, you know, you might dance with her again. Next thing you know, you met her six friends. Yeah. And that's how we used to do it. And yeah. people still do it like that this day and age. But when we get to our age, we don't want to go to no, you know, I, I'm a day drinker. My ass is in bed by 7 eight o'clock on a Friday night, you know, nine, if I'm pushing it, I ain't up staying up all night till two or three o'clock in the morning. I did all that already. I, I, you know, doing shots and all that. And I, I'm tired of doing all that. But for me, it's okay. a little different. Um, for me, I still have a 12 year old at home. Most of the women that are my age want a guy whose kids are moved on or living uh, with the mom. Because yeah. they want someone that will travel with them. And isn't that funny? Oh. All I find are women with kids, even in their late 40s or 50s. The last one I data has an 18-year-old that's bipolar, and she lived at home. Interesting. She yeah. was a handful. Now, I, I will say You're that, talking about the mother, not the daughter. No, the daughter was a handful. Oh. Yeah, I, I will say that there are women who appreciate a guy who has custody of his kid. There, in there, a lot of women will appreciate that, but that doesn't mean that they're looking to date someone like that. They want a guy that can take them on road trips, that can take them to the hill country, that can <laughs> look at Nick. Nick's like, hello, hello. Ready to go to Bandera right now. Let's go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> See, he actually, and he's looking for a woman that's like that. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know, and that would be great. But I, I still have a 12 year old at home. So the challenge is, is I have custody of that kid and he's unfortunately to all the rest of these women, he's more important in my life. That's my boy. I mean, you know, so if you want to be part of my life, you need to accept him as part of my life. Right. 
Now, I see a lot of men online that write in their profiles. They actually write in there. They say, uh, you know, I've I've raised my kids. I basically put myself on a shelf and raised my kids, and now I'm ready to, you know, just to start dating again because that was their number one focus while they were raising, you know, teenagers uh, and, you know, to, to get them on their way kind of thing, and they didn't date at all. But let me ask you this, Jay. I don't know officially how old you are, and I don't want to know. I don't want to know. But... Well, no, I'm going to say it. <laughs> he just threw me under the bus with my birthday, so yeah, I'm going to say it. <laughs> but, I mean, aren't you dating women that are in their 40s? Because men typically date, uh, you know, there's like that 10-year swing, especially 10 to 15 years younger than them. 38 and to 48. Those... There you go. So wouldn't those women also have children in the same age range? Surprisingly, most of the women that meet my filters do not, which is really odd. Yes, we know. I'll say at 50. We're all refreshingly 50 plus here. Okay. Is that better? Is that better, man? Are you happy I was, now? I wasn't going to say it on air. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm not ashamed. Oh, I've no, got the not. salt and pepper like going. Pe- yeah, see, that pisses me off. <laughs> I don't have no pepper. <laughs> Just all salt. <laughs> God love you, Nick. At least you're not salty. Exactly. Not... Well... <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> just walked into that. <laughs> well, <clears throat> but you know, it's it's funny you say that. Nick makes a valid point. You make a valid point about the women. You would think that you know they would have kids, but most of their kids are literally seventeen, eighteen years old, first year of college style. So they're really, truly looking for a guy that can go to to the hill country, spend the weekend, you know, and. It's it's we know a guy. Yeah, I know. Exactly. But I know, we know 40 a guy. year old women that want that. You know? Go ahead, Jay. I was gonna say, and the other problem I run into is you have a lot of late bloomers. And I what I call late bloomers are they partied for the first forty years and now they want a kid. Oh, Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, we talked about that. Remember on the one, uh, was it the axe towing event? I know it was the sword event where it was three girls there. They were all 37 years old and they were all looking for a guy, but they were all looking to have children. Yeah. At 37, they've never had a child before and they're looking to have a child. And I'm like, yeah, you're pretty and all, but no, I'm not looking to restart at 50. I had my last one when I was forty. He just turned. He just turned nineteen. Yeah, but not at fifty. I can do that. No, I can't. Kids, Jay can. Yeah, and I'm pretty fertile. I had four kids. I'm pretty fertile. You know, walk down, pass you in the hallway, and get you pregnant. Whatever. (laughs) So I wrote a, I wrote one of the epic dating fails on the blog about this guy, um, the negative Nelson guy, and he 
uh, I don't remember. He was, I was 48, 47, somewhere in there. And he was 54, let's say, you know, there was that, that was the swing there. And he had like a three or a four year old, Uh, you know, but he had five kids altogether, but he had the three or a four year old was the youngest. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you don't have to marry every woman that sleeps with you. Number one. And number two, you don't have to have kids with every woman that sleeps with you. I'm like, you're going to be paying child support and alimony. He had like four ex-wives. You're going to be paying child support and alimony until the day you die. Holy smokes. He had three red flags right off the get-go. Boom, boom, boom. Bye. The first ex-wife, eh, we'll give you a pass. The three next, yeah. (laughs) Jay and I worked with a guy who has 13 kids. Get out of here. Six different women. Get out of here. Wow, he needs cable television. <laughs> Need something. Holy yeah, something. something. <laughs> <laughs> Get off her. <laughs> you, have you figured out how that happens? Fix that. I know. Goodness. Right? You would have figured you'd have figured it out after the second or the third girl, but you know, from six different yeah. Six different women. Yeah. Wow. Imagine what that family reunion was all about. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm touching that one. <laughs> one of the kids' birthday parties. All 13 kids are there, and they invite all their mothers. Can you imagine what no. chaos that party would have been? No. No. It would have been no, awesome no. to fly on the wall at something like that. <clears throat> I do know that a couple of those parties, police were called, all that kind of thing. There were a few arrests made. <laughs> <laughs> Few arrests were made. Arrests were made. Yeah, was that? Yeah. So, did we answer your question for your friend? Yeah, I think yeah. Evolution of dating bad social media. Okay, tool. If you want to check someone out, really. I mean, as far as where we are right now in 2022, the way that we met people 30 years ago is 40 years ago is, you know, it's not happening now. It's just it, that, that is gone. They have I, uh, some places like, what was that one we talked about? The um, events and adventures. Thank you. Events and adventures where you actually go to, there's 30 different programs during the month and you choose to go like match has the wine tasting thing and match right now actually has a bowling outing that's going on right now. and you know, uh, a sushi-making party, things like that, right? <laughs> Nick's alarm's how... going off, folks. Yeah. It's telling him he's supposed to be at the match event. He forgot to go tonight. <laughs> but no, I mean... Or it was a text are, from his next day. I don't know to which. make it where you meet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know what you mean, man. So yeah. those kind of things I get, but... The way it is, it's such, it's so disposable. It's so disposable. Because I know my thought process right now and the way things are going, I can run through a hundred different women on a site in, you know, in a week, right? What I mean is you can, how many swipes can you possibly make in a day? Oh, yeah. He's talking about Um, profiles, left, right, left, right, depending on your like, you don't like. Right, right, right. Right. I can go through hundreds in a day. Right. I mean, I've gone through Bumble so many that it says, okay, you're done. We don't have any more for you. <laughs> Holy smokes. You know, 
because I, I random my area down to 25 miles. I shorten my age range, that kind of thing. Yep, we've okay. run out of people. If you want to expand your, you know, your parameters, then yeah, you can continue on. So, so yeah, but yeah, it's I, you can go through it. And you know, the challenge there is, and and the reason why the current dating environment is a lot more challenging is at our age, we're all set in our ways, and we we've already experienced something marriage, long relationships, kids. When we pick the next one, we want it to be the one that ends our life. Suffering. (laughs) Suffering. Exactly. (laughs) One of you says ends our lives. The other one says ends our suffering. Exactly. But, you know, online dating can be suffering. So, you know, let's just be honest. Based on the stories we heard today. It is. Yeah. Ten it years is. course. I've been I've been doing this for ten years. And you know, I'm literally to the point now where I just want to hang out with somebody. So went back to an old girlfriend, you know, and dealing with it. I read this profile, this guy wrote on his profile, um, all I want to do is go have some drinks and then I want to go to a crowded place and talk smack about people behind their back. And I was like, yes, that would be awesome. You know, people watch and kind of make up stories as they're walking by, like what their scenario is. You really don't know, but you just kind of wing it. And I was like, yes, that would be fun. Best first date I ever had from a guy that I met online, found out later that he was married and he was a son of a bitch. But the best first date was we met at a park. I had my two little dogs with me and um, the place that I walked all the time with the dogs. And when he got out of his truck, I got out of my car. He had two little like squeaky toys for each of the dogs, you know, so like put the dogs first kind of thing. Yeah. We walked, we talked, we laughed, we had a great time. You know, it was uh, one of the best first online dates that I ever had. Yeah, well, it's because he had a wife. He knew how to treat a lady. So, you know, it, it's. <laughs> sorry, I, hope his wife, I hope his wife cut it off. I, you know, gosh, I feel sorry for her now. I had no idea. I had absolutely no idea. Once I found out, I was like, done. But I'm so proud yeah. about that because that is a huge pain for me. Cheating, I just, I don't, never, Jay and I have talked about that multiple times. Cheating, forget it. If you have the aptitude to do that even a little bit, even emotionally, I'm done. I'm done. I agree. And I just kind of go, why why are you why are you still married to this person? Let that person go so they can find somebody that, you know, is going to respect them and love them at, and only them. But I I just I don't understand them them I don't It's yeah. cheaper to keep her. Ah. Cheaper to keep her. Yeah. I am living proof of that. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that. Yeah, was, uh... <laughs> yeah. So yeah, was, uh... but yeah, no, it's it's uh, we're running a little long here, folks. And I hope you still enjoy the episode. But you know, um, we had some good discussions today. We did not enough. We didn't even we barely scratched the surface of Abigail's stories. We need to get more into that. Well, you know, here's the whole thing. She's coming back on. Five more times. <laughs> <laughs> Suckered you right into that one. Yeah, here you go. 
So we'll have to talk to Abigail on that one. You know, yeah, Nick's like, yep. So no, but no, we're gonna have we're gonna have her on again. Uh, we're gonna have her on for a couple more episodes, and we may bring her back on as a regular guest. You know, so. Um, you guys, you guys, you know, you let us know. Give us some feedback. Nick wants to hear from you. Always want to hear from everybody. Yes. Good, bad, ugly. Give us some feedback. You yeah. know, if you got some feedback for Abigail, share it with us too. Yeah. You know, if it's yeah. bad, won't tell her. No, yeah, kidding. don't. Yeah, they won't tell me. <laughs> well, what they really said, what they really meant was <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll be like, what? No, <laughs> I will cry. No, I'm kidding. So, I can take it. Yeah, we we look forward to the feedback. Of course, you know, follow, share, share our podcast. Um, we're going to have some more fun. Next week, we're going to do one of my fun episodes. Would you rather dating edition, female perspective. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. So um, we're going to get together offline and make sure we have our questions in line and and we're going to share some fun with you guys. So we hope you enjoy it too. I don't have anything else to share with you guys. Um, Abigail? I think we should combine would you rather with this or that and see what shakes out. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks so much, you guys. Not a bad idea. Mm, No, it's not a bad idea. Okay. Nick, anything you want to share with the fans? Oh, buddy, it was a great show. I love the both of you. I hope to do more of them because this is my favorite topic. <laughs> this is my favorite topic. And we never did even, we, we didn't get a chance to dive into the foot fetish. We'll have to follow that one up. That's why I said five more episodes because we need to do one whole one on the foot fetish and the BDSM dude. Oh, my gosh. That's true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, folks, so too. I love you both. Pleasure. Thank you so much. Yes. Y'all have a good one. Peace out.